0: I love Christmas with the lights and the music and the joy and the magic. But of course, for uh, kids, uh, the magic is all in those presents underneath the tree with their name on it, and uh, I I have a memory. Uh, I don't know exactly how old I was, but I know I was very young uh, because of what I was wearing. Uh, in this me- memory, I'm wearing pajamas with the feet in them. Uh, you know, these uh, fleece onesies, you know, with uh, the feet in them, zipper in the front. Uh, but of course, my mom brought up, uh, bought pajamas with lots of extra room to grow in them. And so, in my memories, I can gauge how old I am by how much extra room there is in the feet. And uh, so in this memory, I'm a young kid because uh, there was so much extra room in the feet of my pajamas that I had to swing out the extra material (laughs) like a flipper in order to uh, take a step. And uh, one night uh, in the week before Christmas, it was after dinner, and I remember flip-flopping over to the lighted Christmas tree and sticking my head underneath the needles and right up against those presents that I was told had my name on them, and I spent a lot of alone, personal time with these gifts. There were the wrapped presents that were soft and squishy to the touch. They were closed, so I tossed those off to the side. I was sure of that. Who cares about that? And I concentrated on this big box that had my name on it, and I felt the weight of it, and I shook it. I tried to hold it up to the colored lights to see if I could see through the packaging. An unforgettable memory. The eager, heart-pounding anticipation around a gift with my name on it. And my childhood longing is a small scale illustration of a worldwide longing in each human heart that was taking place Before the first Christmas, we know about humanity's pre-Christmas longing because inspired by the all-knowing Spirit of God, the prophet Isaiah put those longings into the words of a prophecy about the coming Savior. Let me read to you this uh, prophecy, and as you hear Isaiah's amazing words that foretell Christmas, keep in mind that this promise comes some 700 years before the birth in Bethlehem. Isaiah chapter 9, beginning at verse 2. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. You have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of the oppressor. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, this beautiful and profound prophecy ends by describing God's amazing gift at Christmas for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, but the prophecy begins with these longings because those who first received this prophecy uh, had the gift of Christmas still wrapped they were still in darkness, longing for the light. They were still awaiting the harvest, awaiting the victory, longing for freedom, from oppression, while the Savior was still 700 years away. So here's the question. Why did God give his people these Christmas promises when he knew that the nativity was still 700 years away? I mean, was God teasing them? If not, then why? Why does it seem like God is so eager to give them this promise that is so, so far away? The answer is hope. God delivers hope to his people through his promises because knowing God's promise for tomorrow gives hope for today. God knows that his people who live in the dark can be paralyzed by fear, so God gives them the promise of light. And even though the dawning was far off, God's promise that he gave his people was a promise of light so that gave them the hope that they needed to be completely confident, even in the dark. That's what hope means. In scripture, hope is a word for the confidence that comes from trusting God and what he says. In the Bible, the word hope is not wishful thinking. It's the opposite. In the Bible, hope means having a rock-solid confidence that comes with trusting God. And the historical record demonstrates that the ancient people of God who received and believed these Christmas promises of the coming Messiah, they were changed by that promise and were able to live with a confidence that set them apart in their world of darkness because they had hope. And because they had hope in a coming dawn of the Savior's light, they were not afraid of the dark. How about you? Are you afraid of the dark? Because you see, we have something in common with the ancient people of God who first received Isaiah's prophecy. Just like they had to wait in the gap between the time when God gave his Christmas promise and when Christmas came, so you and I have gaps between receiving God's promise in his word and personally experiencing God's promise fulfilled in our lives. For instance, there's the gap between the time I need God's cleansing forgiveness and the time that I feel forgiven. Well, in that gap, hope comes to me as I hold on to God's promise in his word. It gives me confidence in the dark. Uh, There's the gap between the time I sacrifice my time to mentor kids or students here at church and when I see the fruit of my labor. And it's my hope in God's promise that gives me confidence in that dark gap. Between the time when I lose a client because I refuse to be dishonest to the time I see the reward, which may not be until heaven, in that gap, it's my hope in God's promise that gives me confidence in the dark. Because just like the ancient people of God had to hold on to God's promise regarding the first coming of Jesus... I must hold on to God's promise regarding the second coming of Jesus and the confident hope of eternal life with him. When I see how the movie ends and I see how he worked out all things, even the dark things, for my good and for his perfect Purpose. It's God's life-giving promise for tomorrow that gives you life-changing hope for today. It's God's promise that motivates you to be boldly self-sacrificing and serving your spouse and your kids, to be bold and loving your neighbors. But notice that it's that God's promise of fearlessness in and over the dark is not a contract, it's not a list of guarantees. God's promise is a person. God's promises are experienced in a relationship with a person who is called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. God's promise is a person named Jesus who says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. It's a relationship with Jesus that takes the fear out of the dark, the dark inside and the dark outside. You know, Josh uh, showed scary uh, movies to his kids. When I was uh, a parent of young kids, uh, I would read them bedtime stories. And uh, one of the stories I read was about a papa bear and a little bear at bedtime. It was called Can't You Sleep, Little Bear by Martin Waddell. And the story goes like this. During the day... Papa Bear and Little Bear would play outside in the sun and the snow. But then when the shadows began to appear, uh, at that time, Papa Bear would lead Little Bear into the bear cave and tuck him in and say, it's time to go to sleep, Little Bear. But Little Bear couldn't sleep. Little Bear was wide awake. And so, Papa Bear would pad over and say, Little Bear, can't you sleep? And Little Bear would say, "'No, I'm scared.'" "'Why are you scared?' "'Because of the dark.'" Papa Bear notices that there are a few shadows in the corner of the cave, and so he gets a little lantern, lights the lantern, and puts it next to Little Bear, and says, "'Little Bear, now you can go to sleep.'" But Little Bear couldn't sleep, he was still wide awake. And Papa Bear comes over and says, "'Little Bear, why are you not sleeping?' And Little Bear says, because there's still some dark. And so Papa Bear gets a bigger lantern and puts it next to uh, Little Bear. But Little Bear still can't sleep. And Papa Bear says, why can't you sleep, Little Bear? And Little Bear says, well, there's no darkness in here, but there's still darkness out there. And he pointed outside the bear cave. And so Papa Bear said... I'm gonna show you something, little bear. And so he put little bear in his arms and said, I'm gonna take you outside. And little bear said, outside where it's dark? And papa bear said, yes, I wanna show you something. And so he took little bear outside into the darkness and said, see, there's the moon, the big moon and the twinkling stars lighting up the night sky. But you know what? Little Bear didn't hear what Papa Bear said. Do you know why? Because Little Bear died of a heart attack, of fright. No, and come on, that's not how his story goes. You guys are so gullible. So the real story is that Little Bear didn't hear what Papa Bear said because Little Bear was sound asleep. In Papa Bear's strong, safe, and warm arms. You see, Little Bear couldn't experience freedom from the fear of dark because of lanterns. It was only through a person, the person of his papa, and the little bear could be fearless in the arms of papa. And God has a gift for you today with your name on it. It's the gift of hope, which means complete confidence. And this hope is a person. He is a wonderful counselor, mighty God, prince of peace, and your everlasting papa. In a relationship with this papa, you walk in the light of light. When you rest in your papa's arms, he takes the fear out of the dark on the inside and on the outside. This Christmas, God has a gift waiting for you under the tree. It has your name on it. Don't shake it. Open it. Why would you wait? Why would you stay fearful in the dark when there's hope? Why would you wallow in complaining and negativity when there's hope? Why would you slump in defeat when there's hope for everyone, So why stay stuck or be bound or uh, keep caged or be buried in worry and fear when God is offering you the gift of hope in the person of Jesus? No matter what darkness you are facing today on the inside or on the outside, he will give you the light of hope for you, for everyone who receives Jesus, who is the only true hope for your tomorrow and for your today. We want to thank you for watching and listening to our sermons online, and we hope that uh, you will be inspired to live more like Jesus through these. Please check out blackrock.org for more information about our church. Know that you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, And also uh, know that you can give uh, to BlackRock and to our ministry through PushPay, through our mobile app and on our website. Your uh, donations and your support of our ministry allows us to have uh, these videos online and for us to impact our community.